0: Because sometimes the truth is the feedback, and you just have to highlight that a little bit. So that's what I would say. I would say ask questions, get curious, and then do a little bit of digging. If someone is not willing to hear you out
1: and hear your truth, maybe they're not for you, take an action and leave. Maybe when they're
0: ready, they'll come back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your
1: wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there.
0: This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast.
2: Let's do it. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right. All right. I am someone who recognizes I have a propensity propensity to get defensive sometimes with feedback. What's a good way to diffuse my defensiveness to be able to respond openly and appropriately to the feedback? It's a great question. Mm
0: -hmm. It's a great question. Um, Very similar to the story I told, I think you have to understand that as long as the feedback is coming from somebody that you trust, somebody that you value, I think the first thing that people do is they personalize it and then they they attach the not enoughness, the not good enough, the not smart enough, the I don't belong here, the all of that stuff to it when you just have to realize like what does it actually mean and what are these defensive tendencies actually coming up from? I think it's just to, to stay safe. So I would lean into vulnerability. I think you can go one of two ways. You can either ego up or you can kind of lean back. Um, I don't know what's going on up there. But like Maybe that distracted me, that, that little, little hand thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know for me, I used the ego up a lot more. And then I realized that wasn't getting me the result I wanted. So I would just talk about your feelings. Like, how did that feedback make you feel? You can literally say this. Hey, I just need a second to see where that lands for me. That definitely snook, uh, shook the snow globe, snipped the snow globe. And I have to figure out where it landed. Uh, just give me a second. You can literally go to the next room. Like Sometimes you need space to see where it lands. I think a lot of people just... And the pinball analogy too. Anytime you're in a conversation with somebody and something comes up and you get triggered, I want you to think of a pinball game. The pinball bounces off a bunch of things before it goes back down to the bottom. So let that thought bounce around in your head. See what stuff, what dust, what stuff falls off of it. Let that stuff go. And then you can have a more thought of intelligent patient heart driven response.
1: Yeah, Kevin answered very thoroughly, so the only thing I'll add is is just seconding what he said about get back into a resourceful state. When you get triggered, it's fight, it's flight or it's freeze. You know, your your cortisol spikes and you get very scared and uh, uh, focus on emotional regulation, try to get back to center and then con- continue the conversation. That means maybe take a walk like he said or or whatever, but the key is to identify I am not emotionally regulated. So maybe now is not the time. Mm -hmm. I just need a minute. Um, I agree.
0: Appreciate that. You can do this one. Okay. Sounds good.
2: I often had a hard time giving feedback. If I feel the person I want to have a courageous conversation with can't emotionally handle it. How would you get around this?
1: Hmm. Make it more palatable to the best of your ability and, and make it, Um, So there's a big difference between giving someone the truth and then being mean. So you you can make it, you can soften the blow a little bit. You don't have to try to like hurt someone and you can make it very clear that like you don't want to hurt someone. So this is where communication skills come in and vulnerability and emotions come in. Remember people don't want feedback from someone who doesn't sincerely care and you have to showcase the caring. So like Kevin getting emotional shows you all how much he cares and how deeply meaningful those conversations were to him. And I think it's important to be able to show that. And I know that for a lot of people, vulnerability is not is not normal because a lot of people are afraid to cry in front of others. So uh, I did this with someone who I believe struggles to emotionally handle tough feedback. And I just ended up crying and telling them the truth. So there's a pufferfish and there's a turtle shell. We all we all do both, but we have a, a go to. For me, my go to was pufferfish. It was ego up to protect myself. And then some people just suppress and they just hide and they never tell the truth. And then they end up walked on. So figure out which one your tendency is and and empathize that the other person does that too. And this in this case it's a pufferfish. Just try your best to to have a conversation where you're not poking the button. And I'll give you a tangible example and then and then we'll move on from this question. But this is the tangible example. There's a big difference between me saying, hey, Kev, I care about you so deeply. And traditionally speaking, I, I have outgrown some of my friendships, not because I want to, but just because we went down different roads. And I want to maximize my potential. And I know I believe you want to do the same, but I feel like this identity of I'm just a regular guy might be messing with that. Um, what do you think? See that's very different than hey Kev quit being a regular effing dude. See see one of them is an attack and the other one is like a vulnerable I wanna have a real conversation here.
0: I think I think just a second what Alan said, I would ask questions. I anytime I'm trying to give feedback And I struggle with this too, like when it comes to Taryn particularly, I'm not good at giving feedback because I dislike hurting her with every ounce of everything in my body. But that's something that I am committed to doing because I know it's important to her. I try to ask questions that will reveal an answer that I can add feedback to. So like, um, let me see okay, I was on a, a call with a client recently and we were talking about how it's time for her to monetize her podcast. And she said, she said, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely agree with that. And I said, how many people are you coaching right now for free that you shouldn't be? And she said, well, I'm coaching like three young ladies, but it shouldn't be for free because I know they don't have a ton of money and um, I don't feel like it would be fair to start charging them. Now, I want you to mind that the beginning of the call was her talking about how financially scarce she was. So I had the the bit of financial scarcity that she told me and I was able to connect it and say, didn't you just tell me at the beginning of this conversation that you're just as, if not more, financially scarce than them? And this was literally a breakthrough. And I said, there's a fine line between being a heart-driven, loving person and being a martyr. Now, that's a little hardcore, but that's a coaching client. I took her truth and I just added a little bit to it because sometimes the truth is the feedback. And you just have to highlight that a little bit. So that's what I would say. I would say ask questions, get curious, and then do a little bit of digging. Don't expect you to be able to give somebody an entire thing of feedback all in one sitting. And then the, the second thing I would say is attach it to what somebody actually wants or what somebody values. That's a whole another way of like if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm struggling to drink a lot of water because of this. But if they value their skincare, that's a different frame than saying you need to drink water because it's good for your health. You need to drink water because it's really, really good for your skin and it's going to help your skin more than that stuff you're putting on it. So I think that's an important thing too is to connect it to something. Quick add to if someone is really defensive,
1: it's most likely because they have very low self-confidence and self-belief. Because remember, feedback is only useful if you believe you can change it. So there's certain things that we can't change. Our genetics... Um, our facial features, unless you're going to get plastic surgery, things like that. So like, just remember, if someone has very low self-belief and very low self-worth and very low self-confidence and self-esteem, it's going to be very hard to give them difficult feedback. They're going to attack back because they don't believe they can change. And I know that. So just just be weary of this. If someone doesn't believe they can change the feedback you're giving, then it's just pain to them. So you've got to kind of Try to inject some belief, and some some value and some love with the feedback. Um, the truth of the matter is, you're going to talk to a seven-year-old a little bit differently than a seventeen-year-old, a little differently than a than a seventy-year-old, because the seventy-year-old most likely, statistically speaking, can handle more truth, especially if they've had a really tough life. And so you got to understand that, you know. It's know who you're talking to and and understand their level of confidence and belief. And also the state they're in too. If they're in a poor state, it's going to be a lot harder than if they're on cloud nine.
0: And necessity too, last thing, and then we'll move on. But understand that it only gets harder to express the truth and give feedback as you wait. So like Mm. the first time Alan's late, if I don't say anything, and again, I'm guilty of this because it's like, ah whatever, it is what it is. The first time it happens, it's like minuscule. The second time it happens, minuscule, a little bit more, but still kind of minuscule. And then a year later, if I never brought it up, the problem is I'm giving him a level 10 truth, level 10 mirror, level 10 feedback with frustration to him who doesn't even know it's a problem yet. Right. So that's not going to be a good way to give him feedback because that's going to be more of an attack than it is feedback. Just understand as a necessity from your part that it's actually going to get harder if you don't start it and it'll actually be even more emotionally difficult because you're going to give a whole bunch of feedback to somebody who isn't used to taking it.
1: And then it's going to be like, oh, it's been years and you never told me that. So yeah. that's a whole nother thing. So you don't want to burn the bridge. Hello, my name is Dr. Taryn McCarthy and I'm host of the Business of Happiness podcast. When I met Kevin and Alan two years ago, I had no
0: idea of how much impact they would have not only on the success for my business, but also on my life. They've given me enormous perspective
1: and true strategies, true tactics to take in my everyday business plan and in my life plan to make an even greater success. Kevin and Alan, thank you so much. I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude for all you've done for me. And if you're looking for similar mentorship, I highly recommend these incredible experts at the Next Level University. Is
2: is there a certain way to give feedback, such as giving positive feedback first, then negative? Ah, lead with praise. Lead with praise is something
0: I always say. Where did we get that from? Uh, I think I got it from John Maxwell. You got way it from back? John Maxwell. Way so back. I got it from Alan as I get most of my content. I just kind of steal it and then hope nobody notices. <laughs> I, I think that's what it is for me. I'll, I'll let Alan go because I went long on this the, the other one. But um, there, there's a huge difference between my order took 15 minutes to get out, but it was good. And my food was absolutely amazing, but it took a longer, a little bit longer than I expected to come out. It's just a, a just a frame of if you lead with praise, it's a little bit easier to give the quote unquote negative or the feedback after. So I would just say lead with praise. So um, sincere gratitude first
1: for what is, and then talking about what can improve. Because I think the the foundation. Of the relationship Is is being grateful For what is And then building On top of that For what could be uh, And I do that I hope Regularly I try to do that Regularly Where it's like I'm grateful For this 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 And this um, One thing That I do think Could improve If we worked on it Was this And so yeah Gratitude Sincere gratitude Too though Like praise Sincere praise It has to be Actually something You believe Otherwise they'll know That you're just Buttering them up So you can give them the The stinger I like butter
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. Good I often get misunderstood when I try to communicate with people. I truly believe I mean well, but people often take what I say in the wrong way. What can I do to improve my communication skills in order to let others know what I say comes from a place of wanting the best for the other person?
1: Communication is uh, has been one of the most humbling crafts to master ever. Um, I've spent my entire adult life trying to master it. Uh, even back in corporate, I was communicating the engineering ideas to the marketing team and vice versa. And so that's been a common denominator in my life. Um, emotionally driven people with mentally driv- driven people, uh, E's and M's. And, and so the first thing to understand about communication is that um, it's a lifelong learning experience. I'm, you know, decades into consciously working on it and still out here jeffing and <laughs> um, So there is no perfect communication, but there is better and better and better. I mean, here we are 53 minutes and 47 seconds into our 705th podcast and we're still figuring out how to communicate more effectively. And so, you know, just have the deep understanding that, that your goal should be to get better and better and better and not necessarily, you're never going to really master it. So, um... And even some of the best communicators in the world are still having trouble in their relationships. I mean, this is the biggest challenge. Is there a bigger challenge than trying to coexist with other people who have different goals, different dreams, different values, different beliefs? Like, There's not a single person I've ever met who doesn't struggle communicating with their family. Not one. There's not a single person I've ever met who doesn't have challenges in their business partnership, who doesn't have challenges in their intimate relationship when it comes to communication. So just understand you're not alone all the perfect business partnerships and perfect businesses and perfect relationships online, they're not really that perfect. You're just not seeing uh, the behind the scenes of what it really takes to sort of build that. And some of it just quite frankly is fake. Um, So just understand that, that, you know, you being misunderstood when you try to communicate with people is totally understandable. I feel that too. And maybe you have a higher awareness than they do. Maybe you have a lower awareness than they do. The key is to figure out, how to uh, get to on the same level and, and really connect there. Keep practicing. Um, just do it with kindness, but don't be a pushover. I say be strong and stay true to who you are first, then be kind. Very last thing, sometimes you have to choose being respected over being liked. I just believe that. I just do.
0: I would say that, and again, it's not, this is my natural tendency, I don't think it's our job to give everybody feedback. Some people might not be ready for it yet. And it's like, imagine um, when you sell your house, you get it appraised. When you buy a house, you get it appraised. Oh, yeah. Imagine if somebody just knocked on your door and was like, hey man, your house is worth $265,000. Your yard's a real piece of shit. It's, it's a great analogy. And I mean, it might be, it might be beneficial. <laughs> I'd be like, perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> what do I do to fix it? Yeah. But, and again, maybe that's not the right context for this. I said, I've said the S word like four times in here. I got me fired up today. Maybe that's not the right context for this. I don't know. But, I think that you can spend your entire life trying to communicate to some people who might just not be interested in hearing it. Like Alan said, feedback without a purpose or without a way to resolve it is just pain for a lot of people. And I I would question who are the people that I'm trying to deliver this feedback to? Why am I trying to deliver the feedback? Look, my mom smoked cigarettes for like 40 years. And I used to tell her and cry and say, I I really wish you'd stop. Like I'm scared. We'd save so much money. One day my mom quit smoking. It wasn't because of anything I said. I just don't think she was ready to quit yet. And she hasn't smoked in three years. So I don't know that it's always us and our jobs to give the feedback. I think sometimes people have to be ready for it. When the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Fact. I've heard somebody say that.
1: Um, Actions and words. So, um, if someone is not willing to hear you out and hear your truth, maybe they're not for you, take an action and leave. Maybe when they're ready, they'll come back. Um, actions are not a replacement for words though. And words are not a replacement for actions. I know a lot of people say actions speak louder than words and they do, but you still need the words too. So try to communicate. If it doesn't work, maybe you have to leave that relationship or, or reallocate time as we say. But, uh, I think that's important as well.
2: What would you recommend doing if you are surprised or hurt by feedback someone you respect is giving you? Mm,
0: I would ask why. Why am I surprised and or hurt and dig into that? You could be very hurt because it's very true. Mm. You could be very hurt. And this, this is probably always somewhat the case. You could be very hurt because it's a whole lot of awareness all at once. That's a very, very difficult thing when you realize everything you thought was either wrong or not directly in a line the way you thought it was, like it can really, really Jeff you. I would literally sit down and figure out, okay, why did that actually hurt? What part of my insecurities, what part of my fear, what part of my needs did that strike? And what can I do about it? I think that it's, It's feedback at the end of the day. That's all it is. It's feedback. It's words that somebody are are giving you about yourself or your character or your performance or your future or your past or your current. And then you have to decide, like, what do I actually want to do with this? All it is is a new awareness and a new opportunity for you to do something with. And I think if you look at it from that frame, and again, easier said than done, particularly if it's something personal, but understand, like, I can fix whatever this is if I so choose. That's what I would recommend doing is a, quickly go from the pain to adopting a very fast growth mindset and say, what do I do with this new feedback? Not, what does it mean about me? What's that awesome serenity prayer where it's like, give me
1: the courage to admit.
0: I, yeah, I don't know. Give
1: me the strength to, I don't know. to I'll, ex- I'll, Give me the strength to accept the things I, I can't change. The strength to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. So that might be it. I think that's it. And and so that's the key here is, again, what would you recommend doing if you are surprised and or hurt by feedback someone res- you respect is giving you? Why are they giving you the feedback? Is it to hurt you or is it to help you? Super important. Uh, I was on the phone with a client this past week. And one of my homework assignments that I that I give my clients is three columns. I love three columns for some reason. First column. The people in your corner and in your life who sincerely, consciously, and subconsciously want to see you flourish. They want to see you succeed at the highest level. First column. By the way, don't be shocked if that column's a little little short. Second column. People who don't really care if you do or don't. They're kind of apathetic. They're not trying to hold you back, but they're certainly not putting wind in your sails either. Be honest. Third column. People who genuinely, whether they're aware of it or not, Want to see you fail to make themselves feel better. Okay? You've all heard of crabs in a barrel. Every crab could get out if they work together, but instead they're just pulling each other down. That is unfortunately what insecure people do, and it is what it is, and I've been guilty of it too when I was insecure. Okay? So that's what I would say. Is this person trying to sincerely help me, or are they trying to hold me back? Do they actually know what they're talking about? And is this advice valid. Do they have my best interest at heart regardless of themselves or are they trying to manipulate me consciously or subconsciously? Uh, Those are questions you're going to want to ask if you ever feel surprised by feedback. Um, I got some tough feedback recently uh, in my relationship with Emilia and I know, I know that I know that I know that I know that she's not trying to hurt me. She has my best interest at heart for sure and I know that and so I bank on that. Whenever we have a challenging moment or tough feedback, I go back to that. And I, and I can hold on to that And that allows me to to sit there And, and look in the mirror um, Very last thing, Harry Potter, the mirror The happiest person in the world Would look in that mirror And see nothing but himself or herself There are things out there That you want and desire But if you look in the mirror And truly are happy with who you are You won't get triggered Fulfilled people don't overreact When people give feedback They don't even care and I know that's been true for me. So if, if you're getting tough feedback, maybe there's some truth to learn in that. And uh maybe
0: no matter what, there's an opportunity to grow there. And I know I do know that. Boom. Cool. Well said. I don't know the Harry Potter reference because movies. I I know crabs in a bucket and there's monkeys in a monkeys in the barrel. You ever played that game? Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we love you and we appreciate you always. As you can see, Alan and I both have one-on-one coaching spots available. If you have a show and you want to grow it, scale it, monetize it, reach out to your boy. If you don't have a show and you want to start one, I can definitely help you do it. Alan will help you with your business and/or peak performance slash lifestyle design. Also, we're super excited. We just released our first online training course, what it really takes to get to the next level. Um, it's a, basically a summarization of what you and I have learned over the years. And we packaged it into a nice, easy to digest course, $47. If you don't get value, you can return it with all of your money back in the first 30 days.
1: It's going to accelerate your growth and your success so much. If Kevin and I had this course at the beginning of our journey, I guarantee you that it would have taken less than 700 episodes to get to this level. Oh, yeah. um, so we want to help you accelerate. We can't give you a magic
0: pill of, of success, but we can help you accelerate so much. Shout out to Matt Kramer coming through the WhatsApp with a nice episode. Matt, thank you. We appreciate it. Thank you, it. brother. Appreciate um, it. And yes, like we said, 47 bucks. We know not everybody can do group coaching or one-on-one coaching or that stuff, the travel to the event. So we want to make it affordable for everybody because no matter where you are there is a next level fact we love you we appreciate you and as always we do not have fans we have family we will talk to you all tomorrow on the podcast if you join us talk to you soon thanks again amy bye bye ladies and gentlemen thank you as always for joining us for another episode of next level university
1: one podcast episode can change your life forever if you got value from this episode please share it with someone you care about deeply and we will talk to you on the next one